Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. My name is Katrina Rees. I'm an area manager at Practice Plan. Joining me in today's podcast is the lovely Rebecca Mander who is the executive coach and founder of Guru You Coaching. Rebecca, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, you're more than welcome, Katrina. It's really exciting to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure. So I've got a lot of things that I would like to ask you about today, about goal setting. But before I do this, what I would like to do is ask you to have a little chat and explain to our viewers who you are little bit about your background and what it is that you do Rebecca. Okay so as you um, said I'm an executive coach. Um, I focus mainly um, in the uh, financial insurance um, sectors um, and the legal sector so professional services but I didn't always do that. I uh, used to be managing director for a doorbell manufacturers in in, um, Birmingham so very different uh, than what I do today. (laughs) <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so I um, retrained in 2014. Um, I'd had quite a tumultuous uh, time uh, as a leader. Um, I was brought into the role um, without uh, much experience of being a managing director because um, of various um, reasons in the organisation at the time. Um, But also we'd suffered a significant um, personal setback in our lives while I was sales director. And so that really motivated me to retrain uh, and the understanding of, you know, what it's like as a leader to need to look the part when internally you're falling apart. And I recognised I could help other people with what I'd learnt. And so I retrained at Warwick University and um, that's what's brought me here today. And I work, uh, you know, very, very proudly uh, work with Practice Plan and uh, and Wesleyan as my clients, um, amongst many others. And so it's just wonderful to be able to, um, you know, talk about goals today because, you know, goals, um, whether or not they're formally set to the parts, that's what's helped me get where I am today you know um, we lost um, one of our children in 2007 and in a split moment I thought oh my goodness my life is never going to be the same again but in the same minute I thought what do I want my life to be like and so it wasn't a formal goal but it was a visualization of how I would like to be and what I'd like to get to and having that huge unbelievably great goal gave me something to work towards Um, and uh, you know it it took years it took a lot of work and goals do goals aren't easy otherwise they're not worth setting Um, and so that's really um, why I'm quite excited about talking about goals today because they can really take you from the victim space to the victor space um, I believe. Well, you've certainly proven that and are a testament to that yourself on using your own personal experiences to turn things around and and strive on and and continue on to other things and other achievements. So, um, I mean, you know, thank you very much for for sharing that with us. So if we look at goals um, overall, how, how do you set these huge goals without this instilled fear of failure that we all tend to have, because that's usually what holds people back, isn't it? 
It definitely is. Definitely. I think people don't enjoy setting goals for many reasons. Many of my clients um, don't like setting goals. Um, I think there's a fear of failure is a huge reason and people um, avoid setting goals. But also, and one thing we tend to ignore is the fear of success. Um, We we know that if we, we set a goal, then we're likely to achieve it. And what will happen then when I've achieved it? Will my partner support me? Will my family be okay? Um, How will my work colleagues feel if I climb the ranks and get promoted? Um, So fear of success is something that's largely ignored. um, But actually, I think it's as as big as fear of failure. It's just one we need to question. We might not be aware of. And also, I think when we set, um, we think of a goal, it can be quite daunting. Um, And when we set a goal, we think if you imagine I'm trying to do this without drawing, which is quite difficult. So if you imagine a, a normal graph and in the bottom left hand corner, you've got where you are now. And in the top right hand corner, you've got where you'd like to be. And you draw a straight line and you imagine that that's how you've got to get there. And I think that that's what puts us off. You might put a timeline in there um, and that's quite scary. However, if you don't have that goal, what that line looks like is a curve up and a curve down, a curve up and a curve down. So whether or not you're wanting to, um, you know, um, improve your uh, career by learning you know one month you might be really working hard and learning another month you might be doing very little Um, and so that's what the trajectory looks like but if you have that goal if you remember that line that we've just drawn it goes up you have the curve that goes up and you have the curve that goes down but you always have the trajectory to come back to because there is a goal Um, you know, every journey needs a map. You've got to have some sort of structure there, but you don't necessarily have to reach it in exactly a certain time, in exactly a certain way. Yeah. You know, if you imagined you and I, um, Katrina, say we decide we're going to go off, we have, we've had enough of this lockdown lark and we're going to go off to Scotland together. You know, we'd have an idea of what route we're going to take and what time we might get there. But there'll be things that happen, there'll be diversions, there'll be traffic jams, there'll be the sat-nav might go AWOL. Um, We might decide, actually, it's easy to stop off, um, you know, on the border and have a a night in a hotel. Um, So we might get there a day later. But the fact that we've got the map really helps us. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it, isn't it? Because I I can see very clearly what you're saying there. We do tend to think there's a start and end point and it's a straight straight road to it but what you're you're clearly saying is well no we can deviate up and down but you'll get there in the end as long as you know where you're going no it's brilliant exactly so so how have you helped your clients in the past then to get to their goals to reach their goals I think what I ask my clients to do is or I don't ask them to do this because a coach doesn't do that but I encourage them to to 
to have big goals to have and to dream. You know, I, I think we need to have some sort of visualization. Uh, Jim Carrey famously wrote himself a check for a million dollars in 10 years time and put it in the back of his pocket. And uh, 10 years later, he uh, he was out of work at the time when he wrote the check. And 10 years later, he got the uh, the role for Dumb and Dumber and the check uh, that he was paid was uh, $1 million so or $10 million, whatever it was, he, he wrote it out for us exactly the same amount. And I think visualization is really important and that helps us motivate ourselves as well. So it's about having a reason for your goal. Why do you want to get there? What will life look like once you've got there? You know, how important is it to you? What happens if you don't uh, meet that goal? So really learning about the motivation behind something is really, really important. Um, and then the beautiful author of um, The Pity Prance said that a wish without a plan is just a dream. And so, yes, we want to dream big, but we need to have some plans um, in place uh, before we do that. But, yeah, I think I, I, I think people sometimes want to be safe and play safe. But I often encourage my clients to dream big. I like it. I like it. So if they're dreaming big what happens if they don't meet these goals are they going to feel like they've failed or is there another way to see things or to view things yeah definitely there's always a different way to see things and I think it's that the reason it's important to dream big I think is because then you work towards something everything in your being everything in your actions in your whether or not you say yes to things um you start to get excited um you start to get um you you start zoning in on everything in order to win this goal to get this goal and so you really have um a, a long-term improvement that's made in a gradual way it doesn't have to be you know immediately um, but those you start setting parameters and boundaries around in your life to help you get there. It also helps you be more resilient um, because every second counts. You can't spend time feeling sorry for yourself, you know. So that's another reason why I uh, you know, encourage people to think to, to dream big. And what I do is. It's not about um, it's not about achieving the biggest goal, but having that in mind is where the success is really. So if you imagine um, a pyramid, okay, and if at the top of the pyramid you have your huge, unbelievably great goal, okay, and then you have another line. So imagine your pyramid has got four lines below that peak so at the top of the pyramid you've got your peak and then you've got four lines and each time you break those lines down into two blocks then three blocks or four blocks and five blocks so what you do and this is based on Andy Cope's art of brilliance and it's the huge unbelievably great goal so if your listeners google it it's the hug diagram so h-u-g-g -G, okay so the huge, unbelievably great goal, you put, you plot your huge, unbelievably great goal at the top. The line below that will give you two blocks 
And it's what will be happening just before you hit that goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I wanted to have, um, uh, say, a uh, a £10,000 turnover in the month of July, for example, um, what would be happening just before that? Well, I will have signed two clients. Um, I will have, um, they'll be ready to go. Um, and I'll have a, maybe I might need another employee um, to help me. They'll be also in place. And then you go down another level. And what will be happening when you're halfway there? Well, I would have done I would have had lots of networking meetings. I would have had lots of coffees with different people. Um, I might have made some introductions and spoken to different people. I'll have done some marketing. And what will happen? when I'm on my way there, you know, so then another layer down. Okay, I need to start doing some research. I will have done my research. I will have um, spoken to various different people. Um, I will be now, you know, turning over a little bit more than I am now. And then the bottom layer is what actions do I need to do now? And so the actions that I need to do now might be doing some research. It might be updating my LinkedIn profile. It might be um, speaking to people within the practice or speaking to the practice manager, for example. Might be um, having a meeting to discuss what everybody else wants, um, what what the team are up to, what their feelings are. So you start off that huge, unbelievably great goal is no longer the focus. The focus is the bottom row of the pyramid and the actions that you need to do now. And then when you've worked on those, you can then move up a row. It's really interesting listening to that. You can see how you're setting the foundations for each single stage to get to what it is that that you want to get to. No, that's really great. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that um, Stephen Covey, who writes the book, the seven habits of highly successful people, you know it, um, Katrina. So he talks about starting with the end in mind. And that's basically what you're doing. People think that they need to start at the bottom and work their way up. But actually, if we start at the top, and work our way down, we can really see how we're going to get there. Yes, it's really, you know, when you're explaining this, it seems very logical. But when you're sitting there as the person trying to think about how do I go about setting myself it it seems almost impossible isn't it so a bit of a steer from somebody like yourself really helps you visualize uh, how you need to get there definitely definitely Definitely. so people I don't know I don't know if you're I'm one of these people sometimes I can be very head and determined and have my goal in mind but then there are times when I struggle and maybe I haven't got the willpower to see something through to the end Mm -hmm. um how 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 can how can people be helped if they are that type that struggle with the willpower to continue yeah. their goal? Yes, well, I'm definitely one of those people. I really struggle, and it's dreadful being a coach <laughs> struggling <laughs> with your goals. But you struggle with that sort of thing. Oh, definitely, definitely. We all, I think many of us do. You know, I really envy people with strong willpower and discipline. I think that's, you know, amazing. But I think it's uh, important to remember um, if you you don't meet those goals when you want to meet them, to remember that you're further along 
than you otherwise would have been if you hadn't had the goal in place. It's going back to that curve, isn't it, on that straight line. You are on your way. You are getting there. You're working your way towards it. And for example, if you've set yourself the target of running, you'd couch to 5K, for example, and you don't do the 5K when everyone else is doing it, the fact that you're running 3K is incredible because you wouldn't have been if you'd stayed on the couch. So I think it's really important to remember where you are and to develop a growth mindset, you know, to know that nothing is finite. You don't have to, uh, you can always keep learning and always keep developing. Creating habits is a really great way of keeping your willpower strong. And so if there's a habit that you need to get into, such as, say, for example, you find it really tough to um, to monitor your your cash flow or your expenses or something and you don't do it you're not that's not what you're there for it's boring and it doesn't get done but it's actually costing your organization uh, or it's costing you dearly so what you can do is create um, a, a new habit and add that to an existing habit so say for example your habit is come in in the morning grab a coffee check your emails and then just add 10 minutes on to do a little bit around whatever it is, the cash flow or, or your um, P&L, whatever it is that you want to do. So you're adding that to an existing habit and that really will help. Also, keeping a record of your wins. Now, many, many times we're so focused to the goal in mind and climbing that mountain that we don't stop halfway up the mountain to take the view in and to look at how far we've come. We don't celebrate success. But by stopping and looking at how far we've come and looking at the strengths that we've used in order to get there is really important because that's proof. That's your evidence that you're doing something right um, and really celebrating success. You know, um, I was with someone today and I said, how are you going to celebrate? And he, ha he looked really puzzled. And, you know, I said, well, you know, you, you've won that client. What are you going to do to celebrate? He said, well, I'll go and think about the next client. And I said, you know, and then he said, well, maybe I should go out for dinner with my wife. And I said, yeah, absolutely, you should. Especially if you, you know, you're not working with a big team. Celebrating success is really important um, because it it helps you recognise um, uh, that it's worth going, that you, you feed that willpower, I think. You fuel it. Um, the other thing, the other tip um, is to play the video to the end play the movie till the end so i use this a lot when i'm reaching for the wine at the end of the day and i'm thinking oh it's a really hot day i'd really like a cold glass of wine but i've told myself i'm not going to do it in the week and my willpower is rubbish but then i think right how do i feel if i play the video to the end so the the beginning of the video is this lovely cool glass of wine with all the ice and it's beautiful and then if I play the video to the end, I'm feeling sluggish. Um, I'm not as energetic uh, to tidy up at the end of the day. And, um, you know, I feel guilty the next morning. So playing the video to the end really helps my willpower <laughs> with the wine, which <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm definitely going to take that on board. I think it's a great way to um, to help keep you right on track, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, Rebecca, you, you've touched upon some really great um, 
ideas and you know um tools to implement uh, to help you reach your goals have there have you got any more information available for our listeners on on your website yes certainly yes definitely if people go to guruyoucoach.com um there are some blogs and there's some information um there's also a program um, called Bounce Forward, and you can access that at bounceforward.online. And I think it's the second session uh, that focuses on goals and how to set those. Um, so, yeah, I think um, it would be great to hear from anybody who is interested and wants to ask any questions. Um, and it's nice to be able to have something or someone to hold you accountable. Um, so, yeah, absolutely be more than happy to. Uh, to speak to anybody who's interested too. Fantastic. Rebecca, thank you very, very much for your insight and for your time today. I'm sure our listeners have found it incredibly helpful. I've certainly taken away quite a bit from that that I will be utilising as I go forward. Um, it's been smashing meeting with you and I really look forward to working with you again. Thank you thank for your time. Thank you so much, Katrina. It was lovely to talk to you.